can't get enough, Mummy Dearest? Double your content by subscribing to our Patreon. Subscriptions as low as $1 a month, because Zach and I are two cheap little hussies and we'll take what we can get. Now, on to the show! Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies, too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Mellon. I'm another one of your hosts, Sloan Steele. Zach, how are you feeling today? Not great. Why? <laughs> I'm reeling from the booster shot. But I'm very proud that you got it. You're doing your part. Thanks. It really feels worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming to you live from a reverse quarantine day four where my entire family has COVID, but I do not. So I am trapped in my own basement, unable to interact or eat, go upstairs. So I'm doing my part. (laughs) The pandemic feels... (laughs) The pandemic right now at this time in our lives feels more prevalent, but also not as important as it ever has before. I'm feeling flashes of April 2020 with a splash of um, July of 2021. Yeah, it's like, you know, the like where we're currently in the period of the holidays where it's right after Christmas, right before yeah. New Year's. And that's the worst also, time for any of this to happen. Yeah. But that's also what we're experiencing with COVID, where it's like it's it's kind of over, but it's not. And we're in this in between where we're not getting as sick, but everyone's sick now. Now that, everyone's sick. I've been fo- I've given myself a virus. You've well, that's not how it works. Let's be clear. <laughs> For the people out there, it's not. I'm here to bring you misinformation. Get ready for some misinformation. Listen, do we know if a virus, if do we know if this is helping? All I can say is I got the booster and I was around my entire family who got COVID and I do not have it miraculously. My son literally spit in my mouth. I slept next to him while he was having a coughing fit and I'm fine. How? Um, I don't know. I just took a COVID test because I I was like, maybe my maybe these symptoms are like too much. Maybe this isn't normal for a booster. And then a friend of mine said that his son had a fever the other day. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to take a test, but and? negative. Negative. All right. Well, so I just, just don't, I'm gonna really, I don't want to do this again. When I tell you, I know. And like, I knew that, you know what though? It's like, they say, you know, like how, when they say that women who give birth, they're like, I'll never do that again. And then two Mm -hmm. years later, they're given birth. Like it's no, like there was like, it never happened. Exactly. I feel like I'm, cause I was totally ready to get the booster and I forgot how horrible it was for me the last time. So you knew it was going to be bad. You prepared yourself mentally, but then in, in reality, it was worse than you remembered. It felt like hypothermia. <laughs> but here's the thing is like, I got my, I've had all my shots. I had my booster. I'm up to date. I can go to the, the I can go to the dog park and play with the <laughs> other dogs. <laughs> but 
I felt nothing. And then I think yeah. it's really weird that I felt nothing. I felt my arm hurt for like a week and that was my it. arm. Now my breast is. Oh, I couldn't move my excruciating pain. Yeah. Yeah. No, couldn't move my arm for, for a while. And, uh, my mom and I were like joking around in the kitchen after I got my booster and she gave me like one of those like little arm punches on the bad arm. It took me down. It took me down, down yeah. to the ground. <laughs> I was like terrified yesterday. There's like this very touchy person at my work and I was terrified they were going to touch my arm yesterday and I was moving back like a skittish poodle. You're like, get, get me away from that one. I mean, maybe just don't be touchy at work anyway, but well, let me tell you a fun story about work. I just drove to three different Starbucks and they were all closed and they had signs up that said, why COVID short staffed due to short due to staff shortages. We will be temporarily closed. I then had to go to Duncan where there was a sign on the window that said, please be nice to our staff. These were the only staff members available. Okay, Which, so what a yeah. mean sign. What Number horrible, one. I said that to a customer the other day. I said, this is the best we've got. This is this she is was, the this is the customer team. I was called, I was called to an area to be yelled at by a customer because of an employee. And I said to the woman, This is all I totally have. I said, I totally understand. This is all we've got. You know, I think this transitions us super nicely into the movie that we're discussing today, which is Armageddon, because the government in this movie, this too was all they got. They had to assemble a ragtag team of roughnecks. Still not sure what a roughneck is, I but guess they it's had an oil driller. I guess, but they had to do what they could with the best that they didn't have the best. They tried to get the best. I'm still not really sure what happens in the movie Armageddon, but it's a lot like an understaffed Dunkin' Donuts. You you get it what you is. get and you don't get upset. Do you want coffee? Do you want a meteor to be exploded? Then this is what you have. And this is what you have to do. This is the, what you the, clo- the closest McDonald's to my house. The average wait time is 30 minutes in the drive through. Okay. Listen, I don't know what we're going to do as a country, but this is whatever, whatever we're doing, whatever we've done. This it's, is yeah, not we're it. going downhill. Yeah, this is really, <laughs> we're spiraling. <laughs> we are in a free fall and there's yeah. no nets. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. I know. What is anybody going to do, Zach? I don't know. The C- do I, I go get my CDs. haircut tomorrow? No, you don't get your haircut tomorrow. No. You, okay, like just... you guys, everybody, let me make this very clear. I'm not trying to, uh, we're also let me just very clearly say we're doing a mashup today. We're doing an Armageddon don't look up double feature because I wanted to That's sort of right. I wanted to sort of like look at a 90s like end of the world movie with a 2021 end of the world movie and see how they differ and how all the people act in those movies and boy were they different. <laughs> boy were they different. Yeah. So what um, I'm urging, let me just very quickly make a statement because my co-host has said that he's not going to get another booster, that he has the virus. I will get the booster. I just, I can't imagine going through that again at this moment. You're going to go through it every few months. That's like, a. Tr- I've, it's, and I'll, we'll offline it. I mean, it is, it just is what I just it don't, is. No, it is. Yeah. It's just like, I literally, the amount of like the trauma that my body went I know that I sound dramatic but last night I got out of bed and my body was so tense it felt like a bone was gonna break no it makes people feel really like, sick <laughs> it does I was You're not like, being dramatic I was like screaming I like you know like when you get into a freezing cold shower or like something like that and you're like 
involuntarily making noise. Yeah. Like that's what was happening. Like that's what happened like, with Paul normal. when he got the first COVID shot, the J and J he was in bed and he Ooh. was like, I feel like peanut brittle. Like I'm going to break. I'm going to shatter. Yeah. It was I horrible. felt nothing like so you could have either reaction to it, but I also didn't sleep and I was on like 80 drugs. OK, it will go away, though, is the important yeah. part. And then when no, I'm you feeling get COVID, better, you'll be it'll just be like a little bit of a fever for you. If I get COVID and it's like a two week spiral, the CDC is going to have hell to pay. <laughs> I mean, I live right by the CDC. I'm about to drive over and just knock on hey, the door and say, ask what, what's going on. What do we do? Hey, guys. Hey guys, what do you want us to do? At this point, the CDC just says it is what it is. The CDC is like, you guys don't listen. So why are you listening now? So now you're going to listen. Now you're mad. You didn't listen before. You don't listen now. I mean, what do what? I feel bad for them. Yeah, we all thought that they were so cool in the beginning. And now we're like, fuck the CDC. <laughs> I just tweeted the CDC says that we can go swimming five minutes after eating lunch. They probably would say that. Yeah, they'd be like, you don't have to wait 30 minutes. Just five minutes is fine. Jump in. I mean, like you'll have mild cramps, but they won't be like that. You bad. won't drown from like eating a sandwich and jumping in. When I was little, I thought if you ate and then went in the pool, like it was certain death. Like you were going to die. <laughs> I was yeah, so scared. No, for sure. Me too. Yeah. I was like, what happens? I don't want to find out. So anyway, I guess we should just get into this. Okay, so which movie so, would you like to do first? Well, I'm gonna do. I have some things. I have some fa- funny facts about um, Army Getty. Army Army Getty. So it's from 1998. It's you w- without even knowing who the director is, you could tell who the fucking director is. It's Michael Bay. Yeah, you don't that have like to... blue screen, like harsh lighting. It's like the every shot is a plane going over your head. Yeah, it's literally Ugh. was i watching transformers or was i watching armageddon i don't know but anyway oh, here we go with ages bruce willis mm-hmm. 43 yummy daddy live tyler 21 little wow, baby baby girl, i know baby. ben affleck sexy sweet young ben affleck 26 he looked good he looked good he those looked, teeth, you guys he looked good those teeth his ever he was so handsome i like forgot so handsome, handsome his ben voice affleck. i know that's why no, we all like, fell in love with him i was fe- i was i was feeling things no i know it was in his boxer shorts and like tank top running around the oil when you rig. if you show me a guy in a wife beater with like a, a greasy tag yeah like a chain i'm just and he's like, greasy um like i'm like a bitch in heat yeah <laughs> it's i, I want to rough um, back <laughs> Okay, Billy Bob Thornton, 43. He was hot. Looked a lot older than 43, I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, but he looked good, those acts. Are you ready for this one, though? Steve Buscemi, 41. I mean, ageless. An ageless beauty. His hair is great. Yeah, I mean, Bushy? The Bush. Okay, give the me Bush. Did you get Michael did you Clark? Me- Michael Clark Duncan, ready? 54. What? Yeah damn rest in peace Ten, to a real one 11 oh my god i forgot he died yeah they executed 11 him in years the old. mile yeah, that's real. right he was 11 years older than bruce willis in that movie isn't that weird his body was crazy i'm really glad like whoever dressed him in this movie yeah. did a really good job of just giving him leather harnesses for every scene and i like that spaghetti strap tank top like, iconic okay give me owen wilson 30 
Wow. Wow. He does looks he play- the same in now, anything. Does he, does yeah. he play a cowboy in every fucking movie? Yeah, except Anaconda, I guess. That's the only one. And you know what? This movie, like Anaconda, I'm glad it was made. I'm glad it exists. I won't watch it again. No, you don't need to watch it again. But aren't you like, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed. The first 30 minutes. I enjoyed like the I am glad that it's here. And like, I like the I wish that there was more chaos scenes like where there's like like i like the did you not watch the end no i didn't watch the okay end. But, well that's well, where the chaos, well, <laughs> that's where the chaos um, scenes happen i like no but i remember the end like no the, no no um, you don't remember the whole last hour you don't remember it i promise you you don't remember them dro- like flying through the air on a mars rover drilling oh, machine, yeah. flying with a <laughs> astronaut hanging off the end of it do you remember that Yes, I do. Now that you oh, say wow. it, and okay. this movie is wild. So NASA shows this movie to its during their management training program. Uh huh. What to, to or what to do? For it, they ask the people in the training program to spot as many errors as possible, and so far they're up to 168. I read. I shouldn't say read. I googled. Um, is Armageddon? Or I Googled like Armageddon's inaccuracies and I found an article from like an astrophysicist who like they showed they do a screening and then he tells all the inaccuracies. But then something happened and I walked away from my computer. So, so also, I guess, I guess, Ben, I don't have any of them, but like Ben Affleck, I guess, said, said to Michael Bay, excuse me, Mr. Bay, like what, um, like, why wouldn't you teach astronauts to drill instead of teaching drillers to be astronauts? Yeah. And Michael Bay's response was shut up. A lot of this movie was shut up. And then I guess Bruce Willis refuses to ever work with Michael Bay again. Based on. we I don't know, but he just, he says that he does not like his direction, his directing style and will never work with him again. I mean, I got to imagine if you're Michael Bay and this is the movie you're making with, I can only imagine what was the budget of this film for 400. I don't know. I forgot to. Yeah, probably 60,000 trillion. I mean, like literally like this movie looked (laughs) like a blue lighting alone. This movie cost a trillion dollars to me. Yeah, it was literally like insane. Now I want to know. I know we have to know. Um, So I'm imagining the studio is just like so far up this guy's ass, Michael Bay, and he's trying yeah. to del- and he- the amount of coordinating the amount it was of 140 million. I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't more because it's like and it grossed, blue angel. Oh, yeah. What it gross. It grossed five hundred and fifty three point seven million. Yeah. I mean, they knew what they were doing. That's fine. The thing is, it's like that's the thing. This movie is nothing but a fun summer blockbuster. And that's yeah. what it came out. This is like so the it's classic. Like, it's a fun summer blockbuster. It's like one of those things where you can bring a date to like in 1999 and they'll cry. And I will be like, I cried hysterically in this movie. Also like when the dad, when that guy brings the um, rocket, like the shuttle toy to his Zach. abandoned I... son. Oh my God. <laughs> Zach, his abandoned son that lives in like Chino. I cry. And he go- yeah. <laughs> and he goes, mommy, the salesman's on TV. That's not a salesman. That's, That's your daddy. daddy. <laughs> That's your daddy, baby. I could stay awake. Oh my god. 
They did save money on music because they were like, all right, it was Liv. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Liv, can you ask your dad to just give us like every song? A and she's soundtrack? like, yeah, <laughs> no problem. Like, it's is there an Armageddon soundtrack or is it just you just buy an it's Aerosmith probably just CD? The, yeah, it's probably whatever recent Aerosmith just CD press play. Yeah, just press play. And there you go. Um, okay, um, <laughs> sorry, just a big Aerosmith fan, apparently. Well, I mean, so was the movie. Um, I <laughs> so the fact that this movie started with like a dinosaur, like yeah, they were like the dinosaurs ruled the earth one day. Yeah, it, and then it said sixty-five million years later. <laughs> I loved it. I loved like, the opening. I loved the the oil rig. I loved the green piece of it all. Now, now, can we remember? Like, now here's what I think is weird. Like a shotgun. On an oil rig. It's kind of, well, I guess it's sort of like later on, maybe you didn't get to this part where there's a gun in space. Did you get to oh, that part? I wrote, he brought a pistol to outer space. Yeah. So I think maybe they were trying to, did there were, was, it, was that kind of like a callback? Like who I don't know. gun on an oil rig? I mean, yeah, or, and shoots it. I guess <laughs> maybe if there was like pirates, I guess that could be something. I guess, but he's just kind of like willy nilly shooting it around. Like he's shooting a very expensive piece of machinery where bullets are going to ricochet. And like, what if he actually killed Ben Affleck? <laughs> that was a chance. Very, was very different movie. Very different. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that different because in the end, it was still Bruce that sacrifices himself. That's true. That's when true. there is a scene in a movie, like you know, they they do it in this movie and they do it in American Beauty, where the person dies and the whole life you see like the the little girl flash before your eyes yeah. and like all of the family photos and stuff and the memories. When that comes on screen in a movie, I, I lose you it. Lose. Yeah, every I lose it in the moment where the person realizes that they're going to sacrifice themselves. Yeah, and they're like, there's like that split second where they're like, but that's the. Let me say, if you're going to do it, that's like the best way to do it. What Bruce Willis got to do, it's instant. Instant. You're you're incinerated. You're incinerated. It saves billions of people. Your daughter gets to think that you're a hero. You're going to have so many things named after you. You literally saved the world. Like, that's, like, so sick. Yeah. You could have raped and pillaged indigenous people, and you'll still have statues. Literally. Yeah. Which we need. We do need to talk about Steve Buscemi's and the 90s constant fucking underage people gag. But we'll get to that. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's okay. Also, like the racist pineapple comment was like a little much. I thought. Which one? In the beginning, when um that guy, who's that guy that was walking that had the French bulldog in New York City, and he runs oh, into like a Hawaiian oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I now know. What and he's doing. like, and he's like, I'll kick your pineapple eating ass. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's. They also say the R word. A lot. Like yeah. a few times. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, we don't um, really do that anymore. Ketamine usage. It was a different, <laughs> again, it was a different time. Now you can get ketamine on Instagram. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like ketamine is like, they were ahead of their time. This movie, <laughs> this movie was very ahead of its time. It was, it was too far ahead. Really ahead. Um, I just wrote a couple times. This movie is so weird. Um, 
But this movie's iconic. I mean, that scene where her hand is on the screen. Oh my God. With all the screens around her. Yeah. And it's just like, and she's just sobbing. Oh God. Oh my God. Okay. I have a question. What? Hold on. We need to. What? Pause for a second. My friend and his son just tested positive for COVID and I went to lunch with him two days ago. Bye. This is our last podcast. What do I do? Exactly what you're doing right now. Sit in my house. You probably have real COVID fighting vaccine <sighs> COVID inside your body, <laughs> waging a war. <laughs> um, yeah, you're going to get sick. Breaking news. Zach just found out he has <laughs> <I know>. COVID. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you having COVID. It's no. just like, it's ab- this is absolutely insane. I like, can't believe this. You can't? Cause it's literally um, very, no, believable. I can't. I totally can. Like, listen guys, every person, every person listening right now, if you don't want to get COVID, you need to stay home right now and minimize your interactions with other people because truly every single person is sick right now. And you need to act like every person is sick. So just limit contact with your friends and family. I know it's tough, but that is what we should be doing. Or if you're going to be with your friends and family, don't eat around them. Wear a mask. If you guys have to hang out, wear a mask. That's all we can really do right now. Like we just have to limit our interaction. Um. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just found out I'm a close contact. So <laughs> yeah. Into isolation you go. Okay. Well, okay. The CDC tomorrow could be like, fuck it. Isolation is 20 minutes. They're literally going to, the, yeah, the CDC will be like, isolation is popsicles and soup. Do what you want. Live your life. Um, we were born this way, Lady Gaga. Okay, it's sorry. just, it's just. I'm distracted. I'm feeling distracted. Um, I mean, Zach, it is what it is. No, yeah, totally. You may not get it. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, don't look up. All right. I will see everyone in 2022. Or maybe 2023. Okay. I have so many people to text, but I'll wait. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to put a lid on this and go? No, it's fine. I would probably, maybe you wanted, we could pause this. You could text, send a little text out to the people you've interacted with. Okay. I maybe don't... that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Please sit tight and wait for Zach to tell everybody he knows that he may have COVID. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, and we're back. I just had a little close contact scare in 2021. Authorities have been alerted. Um, so I'm in I'm definitely in like a 24-hour quarantine at least. So 24-hour quarantine in the air. Um, but this kind of leads us into, so we just discussed pretty much all of Armageddon, Armageddon, not all, but I just mean like we discussed a lot of it. We did a tight 23 on Armageddon. So I just mean, yeah, like, and now it's so much. So now we can really talk about don't look up. We can, before we get into that, I just want to very quickly, um, again, ask I think I was about to ask this question before we had to um, take it offline and you had to alert the proper authorities. Um, 
NASA. Awesome. NASA had to research the top drillers in the world, even though they had the sky stolen, keeps coming up. even though they had stolen Bruce Willis's plans for a drill and tried to make it and broke into a patent office. They still had to research the drill. That was a that was a tough plot point for me to wrap my mind around. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Why am I even? What am I doing? Um, as as mean, Michael Bay said to Ben Affleck, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shut the fuck up. The thing is, he um, they're like, oh, every time we research top drillers, his name comes up. And it's like, how many how? times? Yeah. Well, how often are you researching these drillers? They're like, if something needs to be drilled, he'll do it. And it's like, well, like. Oh, they having the ragtag team of like extreme drillers. And then I know. Imagine then, being like on the top driller, like I'm gonna drill you. Like, but then they all had like, okay, so they get so Bruce Willis and Liv Tyler get whisked off of the drill in the off the oil rig in the middle of the ocean. And then it cut like a day later when they have to put the team together, everyone else is just scattered from the place. Yeah. So and, yeah. And they're like. It's, in like Texas, California, New York. How did it's they like, all get the, get from the South China Sea to their respective lives within in, two hours? Yeah, like it made no sense to me. And then also, and why, like Tyler is constantly in tight dresses and heels. And I mean, wait, we also need to address the fact that we had a Showgirls crossover. Did you see the guy? Did you listen oh, to my the- voice note? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, the guy when they're having so, the meeting on the yeah. <laughs> so the businessman that comes onto the drill is the same guy from Showgirls that says, "Here, Caesar Sing." And I like, was there only one Asian businessman actor? Yeah, Asian businessmen were like really big in the nineties. Oh my god, there's always an Asian businessman yeah. meeting in the nineties. Yeah, there there yeah. really is. It was big. That's a big trope. If you guys have ever seen the movie Old Dogs, which I can't recommend <laughs> enough, um, it's one of my absolute. I hope we can do it on the pod one day. It's one of my absolute favorite films. Sloan wants to do like a full month of just old man movies. Well, Old Dog is also like it's so unsettling on so many levels like when i tell you it ends with um a face morphing acid trip and this is like a family feel-good movie like i just need you guys to just yeah but i do want to do wild hogs old dogs grumpy old man all of that if we could do an old man movie marathon (laughs) i would be that's like my favorite bucket list you would be like like talk about a flooded basement Oh my God. You give me an old Jack Nicholson up to some shenanigans with Morgan Freeman. And I am wet. (laughs) I'm a slip and slide (laughs) soaked to the bone. Anyway. um, Um, So just a couple more things for Armageddon. Yeah. Keep it going. Uh, Can you survive 11 G's or do you, does your head fall off? We're only at five G. So I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Another question. Were they expected after one week of training, go into outer space, land on the asteroid, get off onto the asteroid and drill and detonate the bomb and fly home all at in one foul swoop? Yeah. How long does it take to get to the moon? I'm not sure, but like if I go to the grocery store, I need to come home and take a little a little beat to recover. 
No, so the fact so the fact that they had to do all of these like intense activities in one in in an eight hour period. It says that it takes three days to get to the moon. Okay, so that's a long trip. And they had 17 hours, I think. Well, I'm glad they made it. <laughs> and, really, back, and, and back. And back. I, I didn't realize rockets land. They fly back down and on Earth and land. The shuttle does, yeah. I, for some reason, I always thought that. How do you think they got back? I thought they came down in pods and hoped for the best and like landed in the middle of the ocean. Like, like I Sandra swear Bullock. to God. Yes, I swear to God, that's how I thought every astronaut got back. Well, it is like wild to think like they're going like they're how coming from back? outer space and it's like you're pinpointing like a runway. Like, yeah, how are they doing? That's really <laughs> like, impressive. That's what I know. it's like it's like you're looking at you can see an entire continent in like three inches and, and like a window like, and like a little peep window, and you can pinpoint the city. The like the street, the runway, it's like insane. The Talk anxi- about GPS. <laughs> and meanwhile, when I get into the out of the parking garage at work, I'm my like, GPS, my, my GPS is like, no, cannot compute, no idea how to get on the highway. It's like the other, the other day I got out of Whole Foods and I said, okay, Sloan, remember you were next to the TJ Maxx. And like I had, to, I couldn't even find my car and I have a bright yellow, whoa, mummy bumper sticker on it. And it's like, I can barely find that. So, no, I don't. Yeah. My, when you leave the parking garage at work, there's a highway above you and then a highway going like parallel to, the to where, zone. like where you're leaving. So it's like your GPS is like, I don't know if you're on the highway, under the highway. Like, we don't know. What, we don't bet, know. So I bet you all astronauts can find the clit. Oh, for sure. I bet astronauts are so good in bed. That's their runway. <sighs> you think don't. Buzz Aldrin was just like railing, like, also, sure. do you think anyone says like That's moon dick, Zach? You don't do you want, you don't want like, moon dick? Call me Bruce Willis from Armageddon because I'm going to drill you. Yeah, I think that's probably. Imagine someone said that to you. I wish that it was Bruce Willis saying it to me. Imagine Paul tonight was like, are you allowed to see Paul yet? No. Oh, okay. Paul once said to me, call my penis Throb Thomas because he's so smooth. Wow. It takes a second. But when it clicks. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just usually stick with call me George Foreman because I'm selling everybody grills. Oh, I say call me George Foreman because I've named all of my children after me. They're all named George. It's not a good pickup line, but I said, if I'm going to get you pregnant, just know we're naming our baby George, no matter what happens. All right. Okay. So back to the moon. Yeah. Well, back they to weren't the even moon. near the moon. They weren't near the moon. They were on an asteroid. There were a lot of parallels too with it, like the way that they were talking about the asteroid and calling it a a world killer or a planet killer. Yeah. That's what they called it in Don't Look Up too. So not the sequel to Don't Look Up. I mean, don't look up also. <laughs> okay. So let's 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 transition into Don't Look Up because I I really I really wanted to explore the difference between a disaster movie in the 90s and a disaster movie in 2020. One. Not to mention the asteroid and don't look up is literally just COVID. It's just COVID. So I was talking. Did they to make Paul. this that quickly. Well, I think what they, I think before it, I, I'm not sure about the timeline, but I believe like 
production started on this before COVID. So this was supposed to be more about like climate change. And then I think they sort of, I don't know if they meant to change it up or it was just such a a perfect allegory for COVID. (laughs) It's so perfect. It's perfect. And guys, if you're like, if you like want to watch it and don't want to listen to like spoilers or anything, we're going to give them. Yeah. So this is your chance to. I mean, really, like there's not really that many you know yeah, what's gonna happen in this it's movie like, like it's, no it's not about this movie is like not about the outcome it's more yeah. about like how it happens a lot of so people if you don't want to listen to anything that's going to happen in the movie then, then we'll just talk turn, to you later turn this off. Yeah. yeah turn this off come back this is part two of the podcast come back later right um so i rolling stone like hated this movie they hated it why they were like, they were cramming it down. They're cramming the message down our throats. It was the same joke over and over again. I loved this movie. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really well done. Like, I'm not going to watch it again. I no. think that like everyone should watch it. I think it's like, I think, it's I think that if you perfect. are on the cut, if you like, so the whole, so this thing of like the, the title comes from like no one believing that there's a comet because they think that the government is like trying to scare you. Yeah, I guess we like, should give a little bit of the plot in case you yeah. haven't seen it and aren't going to see it. It's just a movie where Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence play a professor of um, stars. <laughs> what is They're it called? Astronomers. Yeah, sure. Um, and she discovers a meteor. He maps the trajectory and realizes it's headed straight for Earth. He goes to the president and the president played by Meryl Streep, who is doing an amazing girl boss performance as like, imagine girl boss Donald Trump. That's Meryl Streep. And they're like, this thing's coming. Like, we're all going to die. And sh- they're like, like everyone in the presidency is like, well, maybe, but like, no, we don't really. Yeah, care. they're yeah, they're like more worried about like the money and the numbers and like. So they find the- yeah, so they find out that there's like trillions of dollars worth of materials on the comet or the meteor. So they're like, how can we profit off this? And Leonardo DiCaprio is right. like, no, money doesn't matter because everything on Earth will be gone. Like we're all going to die, and still. All the countries like come together to decide like how they're going to diffuse it and how they're going to split the profits. And it's just so good. You guys, I love this movie. No, it's exactly what would happen. And so what happens is, is like the, like nobody believes that there's an asteroid because they're like, they're like the government's just trying to scare us, but then you can see it coming. And Leonardo DiCaprio is like, they're all just saying like, just look up, just look up and you can see that it's happening. But then like the Republicans are all saying, don't look up. Don't because, look up. Soldier on. They're trying. Yeah, the don't elite, be scared. The smart. The the people yeah. that went to college. They're trying to scare you into something. Fear. Yeah. So it's sort of like what I while I thought it was such a beautiful allegory for COVID was because for so long people were you know you can't see a disease right you can't see right. a germ until you either get sick or someone in your family gets sick and then it's in your fucking face and you're confronted with it, then it becomes real and maybe right. you change your opinion. So there's a great scene at the end where, you know, they're saying, don't look up, don't look up. And finally, when the comet comes into view, this like, you know, redneck Trump supporter kind of thing, he's like, looks up, he's like, what the fuck is that? They lied to us because now it's very real. Yeah. And I was just like, it's- this is so good. <laughs> It's perfect. And um, the, well, Meryl Streep is like perfect. I mean, she's so good. She's so good in this role. And like the smoking, like I loved that. It, 
everything like you guys you just have to watch this if you watch this movie jonah hill is like really good in it i was too. gonna say like just watch this movie for jonah hill because his performance is so good jennifer you know Lawrence who else said, is in it okay okay i'm i don't know how i'm gonna do this i don't know how i'm gonna do this right now but i have to do it oh, okay all right i'm just gonna come out with it i'm ready he was the best part of the movie <gasps> I I I loved his performance. It made me like Timothy. I'm so, I'm so mad that half of the people stopped listening because th- we're going to give spoilers. <laughs> I'm glad that they're never going to hear me say those words, and you'll never hear me sing them again. He was so no, he was good. He was really good. I loved that scene where they found her. She's so funny. I don't. I am not a big Jennifer Lawrence fan. She was great in this. She was really good in this. She was amazing in this. Every, I mean, listen, guys, it's Kate Blanchett, it's Tyler Perry. He doesn't. Do you know what it was like? Do you know what it was like? A lot like it was like Mars Attacks. It was a lot like a less campy Mars Attacks. Yeah, there was a lot of really big names and small roles, and like Mm -hmm. they were, and like nothing intertwined. Like it was, it was very Mars Attacks. Um, Yeah. I need to, we need to, we need to address Leonardo DiCaprio for a little bit right now. I'd love to. Okay. So in my, is it controversial? No, it's, it's not going to be controversial. In my mind, Leonardo DiCaprio is forever Romeo. So he's forever like 20 years old to me. Like he's always Jack Dawson. He's actually two different people to me. Yeah. Like, so when I see him in this movie, I'm like, oh, he's wearing like prosthetics and like, um, like. A, not like a facial he hair. He wasn't yeah. fat, but like a fat suit I, for lack yeah. of a better term. He was like, wearing like dad bod. He was like, he had like a, a dad professor bod. dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. He had a professor dad bod, which like, as you know, is like my favorite body type. Oh, it's yeah. just like a dad with a beard, glasses, like He smart, had depression, ADHD. Depre- yeah. He like was that's, impotent. Yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> like that yeah. to me, if your dick doesn't work and you teach a class. Yeah. And you got on khakis. That's what I'm saying. And maybe, a tucked in plaid. Chaps, I'll make that. Shirt. I'll make that dick semi-hard. That's all I'll say. Okay. I'll try my best. Ain't nothing wrong with sucking a limp dick. I love it. I like to just pop it in. It's like those little, like, you know, the things that you get at the oh, at yeah. Dave and Buster's, the little juicy tubes. Every boy knows exactly what you're talking about. Did you all try to shove your dicks in that thing? Yeah, but the thing is, is like it doesn't actually jerk you off because nothing moves. Do you know what I'm talking about? And the little plastic dolphins inside just start cutting your well, dick. Well, I just mean like nothing when you like when Put something it in, goes, doesn't move. it doesn't move. It just goes. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like there's no friction. Yeah, it's there's nothing, nothing yeah. to write home about. No, okay. but it's inviting is the problem. It is inviting. It's, it yeah. looks good. I feel like yeah. if you just put it in Looped like some warm water. Yeah. yeah. You could really get something going there. Yeah, probably. Okay. But now anyway. we're adults and we can just buy toys from Adam and Eve. <laughs> they who, don't who does not that. sponsor us. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> it was very funny to me to see him in this role because it was the first time where I was like, Oh my God. He's like an older man. He's like almost 50. He's 47. So anything after the beach is a different Leo to me. Yeah. Well, I'm realizing that now too. And I didn't realize it until this movie when I was like, Oh, this is, he's a hot dad now. And he's not even that hot of a dad. No, I, he's like I know. A handsome guy, but he's not hot. I don't think so. So 
I, I like, you know how you love your kids because you have to. Yeah. That's how I feel about Leonardo DiCaprio. Same. I don't like. I love to watch him on screen. Yeah. Like if he's in a movie, like I'm going to be excited to see it and stuff and I'm interested, but like, I don't like, he's not my favorite. Like, I don't like freak out like how everyone freaks out about him. I mean, he's no Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) (laughs) Is, do I, is he my dream in Titanic and Romeo and Juliet? Absolutely. hundred percent. Well, he's my dream now. This is, this is the thing. So that's the thing. I've never been. He was the Timothy Chalamet of the nineties. He was for those of you who are too young to know this, but I feel like we skew older on this pod. Anyway, this Leo. Now I'm in. Now yeah, now fully yeah. in. You weren't in in Revolutionary Road. No, he's still. It's just the bait. It's. I'm telling you, if you put on a pair of kind of smudgy glasses that look like they haven't been properly cleaned, they've only like you've eaten on like chips and then touched them. Yeah, yeah. And you have like an overgrown beard mm-hmm. and a little belly. Yeah, that like to me. Any of pills? Oh yeah. I just love. I don't know what it is about that. I love it. I love it so much. And Am the I woman okay? who played his wife? No. I mean, yeah, of course you okay, are. Okay, listen. Rocky sent me a, vi- a screenshot the other day from the show Yellow Jackets of that girl, Melanie Linsky. And <laughs> yeah. the screenshot was, uh, it w- the text on the screenshot that she had taken said, um, like, moo, you cow. And it was Melanie Linsky looking like really sad and puffy, holding like a sad child. And Rocky said, this is you. And I was like, okay, that's like, as you all know, I have been uh, approached out in public a long time ago. Asked Someone asked me if I was Melanie Linsky. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought I told you. Yeah. Someone asked me if I was Melanie Linsky, who is the heavy set sister. She's not even heavy set, but she was supposed to be the heavy set sister from Ever After. Oh, she was the friend in Coyote Ugly. She was the friend in Coyote she Ugly. Was- Val or whatever. She's a classic character actor. And yeah, so I feel like this Leo is not out of my league. Oh God, no. What are you talking about? Wait, I also thought that you looked like um who was the French actress that you just sent me a picture of the other day? The French actress. (sighs) People are like, I'm getting so many text messages because I just basically texted everyone. And then got back on the pod. But wait, what, um, French, what French actress do I look like? You sent me. Pepe Le Pew? No, let me see. Maybe it's this one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zach just sent me a picture of myself crying. Where oh, right name? here. Oh, it's, um, what's her name from? You think I look like Charlotte Gaines? Ginsburg. Yeah, I felt like it. I feel like you kind of do. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess. I don't think She's so. gorgeous. Well, thank you. I just feel like I definitely, I definitely skew more Melanie Linsky, especially when my hair is like straight. <laughs> Melanie Linsky is really beautiful. Oh yeah, Do not no, get she, me wrong. And no, so no, no, she's no. always playing like the dowdy a character. Yeah, yeah, she's playing she's like the dumpy. Dump. So like to be, compared, I'd like to see her in like a sexy, like dominatrix outfit. I mean, I'm sure you would. I feel like Melanie Linsky is low key like one of your dream gals. Would you like to see her in a pinstripe vest? I would love to. <laughs> and Paula Poundstone cosplay? Of course I would. In a trout, in like an Annie Hall kind of outfit. Yeah, but like with a pointy love heel. To. Yeah. I would love to see something like that. <laughs> would you like to see me in A that? fedora? 
<laughs> I have a few too many fedora picks. Anyway, I just like I am now I'm a Leo head, but it, it's just specifically this Leo. I get it. And I'm wondering, like, what about? Yeah, I guess this is the only one where he appeared dumpy. Yeah, right? I like dumpy. I like yeah. dumpy. What is it about? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with that. Although there, your husband isn't. isn't dumpy. That's the thing. My husband is like, he, my, I think my husband just like intimidates me because he always looks put together. He's he very sharp himself. Yeah. Like he's like, he's not that. So maybe if I had that in real life, I would be like, you'd be like, get your act together. You fucking dump. I, I don't know. Maybe I would. And then I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's very well, weird. Nobody though. does. All I know is Paul makes me laugh more than anyone I've ever met. And that's, and he makes me feel Please safe. Please don't make me cry on this podcast. Sorry. I'm sick. I... <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I do want to fuck dumpy ass Leonardo DiCaprio. Are you so excited to hug Paul? Yes. He wanted to have sex with me. And I was like. With masks on. Yeah. I was like, uh, he was like, please Sloan, please. Do- I'll do it doggy style. I'm like. What from six feet away? What do you want me to do? Like go gadget the lower, yeah, like I'm going to go gadget the lower half of my body. I, I don't know what the plan. He's like, was. I'll only put the first three feet in. Yeah, <laughs> I like it's like making like sauces when you have like the big tube that fills up with meat. I just was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, please, 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 I'm like you'll definitely get COVID from sperm. I read that you can get it. And also, well, that makes sense. It's bodily fluid. Well, first they were saying you couldn't get it from bodily fluid. Now they're saying you can, but it's really respiratory. Uh, I don't know. All I know is I'm not going to take a huge load and risk it, risk it all now. No, I'm not you know risking that... it to get fucked doggy style with a mask on. That's for damn no, sure. Cause it's been like a week for he, it's almost been two weeks. Like he's really bottling it up. Well, he's really bottling it up and he tested positive this morning. So we will not. So he be. better get that iPad out. <laughs> it's out. We will not be doing masked up doggy style. <laughs> Although that probably sounds great to some people. It's probably some people's fantasy. I, you know what I'll do? I'll tell him if you want to go buy like the American Horror Story rubber suit that just, oh, yeah. and I'll wear that with a gas mask. Yeah. And just un- it unzips at the crotch. Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. He'll he do to, it. I bet he would, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Do you have a discount code for us? As cheap as he is, he would do that. He's going to buy me like a hazmat suit with like a a crotchless hazmat suit (laughs) and a gas mask just so we can have sex. COVID cosplay for like COVID sex cosplay. Um, Probably like there's probably been a big uptick in like the latex and like gas mask sex community. 100%. Um, Those are the facts. I I also... (laughs) um, so one oh so then oh so also like the elon musk character yes let's get into that so there was like an elon musk character who was kind of cosplaying as like a um steve jobs more like yeah. the character was like more like steve jobs but it was more of a it was more of a elon musk company he reminded me of um the guy from the, the show silicon valley oh yeah yeah, yeah. like that that evil it guy was, yeah, and it was so this guy like says that he can like make these like drone shuttles to like blow up this asteroid and they can harvest all the things. Yeah. Obviously they all break. And then all of like the really rich people and important people just get on a shuttle. And they zoom out to the to they find a planet in a gold or a So they're cryogenically planet. they're cryogenically frozen 
for 23,000 years, I believe yeah. it said. Yeah. And then they get out of the spaceship butt naked. They're all mm-hmm. butt naked. And right away, Meryl Streep gets eaten by an indigenous creature. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty fantastic. It was American because she's like, oh my God, I'm going to go touch that. It's mine. It was so America. It's like they land on this foreign planet and they're like, oh, we're, we've come here to colonize it. And like all of the, every person that they saved was just like from, you know, different evil corpse. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, I mean, it was just so exactly what would happen. It was exact. Did you watch after the credits? No. Was there more? Well, Jonah Hill just emerges out of like the rubble. Oh my God. And he, and he's on his phone. Like he's like live stream. He's like live Instagram living. And he's like, what, what up you guys? We out here. And he's just like, oh don't forget to click subscribe and like, and like, it's, it's so just, good. Yeah. That's so funny. Cause what's the first thing you would, if the world ended and you emerged out of the rubble and to see nothing but desolate wasteland, the first thing you would do is check your phone. hundred percent. I would log on to Instagram. You I'd would probably log a, on to TikTok and I'd be like, you would take pictures. You would be like savage. You'd be, <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be doing TikTok dances in the rubble. I hundred percent. Like, people like you would definitely take pictures like of the rubble. I would be like, yeah, I mean, that's we're like so conditioned. We're so conditioned. I would like, literally freak out. <laughs> like, no, I know. Like, I wouldn't freak also, out about the rubble. I would freak out about like not having internet. Yeah, because like you literally don't know what like you can't do anything. The like, first thing I would do would be I would go yeah, that just find... gave me a stomach ache. I know. I've been watching no, like I've been watching Yellowstone. Wow, you are in a weird place. I love yellow. So I started watching Yellowstone when it first came out, and then I didn't have it. I switched to Hulu Live and they didn't okay. have Paramount on my okay. TV. Are you watching Yellowstone just to be able to get on Tinder and talk to 55-year-old plus women? about something because that's who's watching Yellowstone. I don't know what it is, but I love it. So now there's a prequel about it where it's about the 1800s and these people like don't have anything. And it's like, it's about like the lawless West. I don't like that. No, it really freaks me out. You can just kill people there. Here's the thing. If the world ended tomorrow, what I would do first things you would thrive in the lawless wild west in the 1800s. You think I would? A hundred percent. I think I'm too much of like a little clown. You're so fun. You're sexual. You've got big titties. I would have to use what I have. Yeah. Oh, you would be like, you would be the madam of like a saloon. Yes, that I agree with. I would definitely yeah. be like, uh, if you're good to mama, hey, good you'd to be you. like, what's her name from Showgirls with the straight up nipples? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was like, her name? Henrietta. Ra- Henrietta. Yeah, I would be like, uh, hey, ballsy, brassy, broad. But they would love you. Like, you yeah. would thrive. I would never hang. I would never hang. I would hang. Well, you'd be, they wouldn't know if you were gay or straight. So they would, they would fuck you and kill you. <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> so sorry. Right. I would employ what do you, you think, as a fancy Do you think there were gay cowboys? I, mean, I did just watch Brokeback Mountains. Yes. We should have, you should have told me we could have done it for the pod. It's, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's too depressing. It's like literally just sad. It's like nothing. <laughs> There's nothing there but sadness. It's like, they're hot though. They're so hot. It's just despair. It's just that movie is just 
gray. As blue as uh, Armageddon was, that's as gray as <laughs> Brokeback it's Mountain It's like the, the Brokeback Mountain is the saddest it's just, movie. It's just so sad. But... Anne Hathaway is so goddamn... I was just going to say, but that scene where she's on the phone and he's talking about... And she finds out that he's dead and she just goes, ready? She just goes like this. Mm. Did you hear that? I just got chills. She just is like... Mm. And she like doesn't know like how to... She's beautiful. Her smoking the cigarette with those lips. You know I'm an Anne Hathaway stan. I know. And I remember when we... I saw this movie in theaters with my friends. And when she rips open that top, I literally... And the only thing I had, like, seen her in was, like, Princess Diaries. And I was like, those are the royal titties. Those are the royal... Those are the first... Those are the royal titties of Geneva. Wait, when no, she Of Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> when she... <laughs> when she, like, lifts up and rips those titties out of that shirt. Oh, God. Oh, when she God. rides up for the first time on that horse. Yeah. Oh, there is like nothing grosser and sexier than a 70s or like an 80s smoking cowgirl. There's nothing hotter than that. A rhinestone cowgirl. That's what I'm saying. Like a 80s rhinestone cowgirl. Like they're all still those that people. That aesthetic is, is exquisite to me. Those people lived in the 50s for like 40 years. I love that look. If you give me a fringy cowboy hat and it's a silk shirt with gemstones and fringe and yeah. oh my fucking Epaulets. Yeah. That to me is like. I that that's the America I love to see. I love that America. So that's why I like watching Yellowstone. I want to be there, but I also don't. Okay. I want to live there. Okay. But also I'd be miserable. Okay. Well, anyway, so. this podcast is about um Armageddon and Don't Look Up. Oh yeah, it's not about Brokeback Mountain or Yellowstone. No, it's not. But that one's next week. <laughs> sometimes we sometimes we land where we land, and now you guys have something sorry, to guys. watch. So sorry, sorry, I'm like, sorry I'm about like all that. Slurping my vitamin water. Um, so sorry about all that. Anyway, so back to Don't Look Up. I just I think that my favorite part of the movie was probably I want to say like. I want to say Jonah Hill was my favorite part of the movie because of like the Don Jr. of it all. Oh, yeah. And the nepotism. And he kept saying like, mom, he was like, sorry, mommy. And he kept being like, how hot is, how hot's my mom? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Smoke show. That's Rex. That's Rex. I hope I would condition him to be like, we got smoke show. Look at how hot. Is there anyone else you'd rather see in Playboy? <laughs> I just like this this movie to me is like the new idiocracy. Like that's this is like Yeah, and the like the one. difference of these two movies is that in Armageddon they mm-hmm. find out about this thing and within minutes the whole world they're scrambling. And those like classic 90s trope shots where every guy who gets on the horn and the, the camera zooms in and he's like blah, 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 blah. and then the next guy phone then the next phone rings and they're zooming in on his face and it's, it's like so many ringing phones and so many pick aggressive pickups and put exactly downs. yeah and then the getting the gang together and the yeah. the police blockades with michael clark duncan zooming past him within one day they had all of this figured out in this in don't look up they had six months to figure out something and it was exactly what, like, they were all worried about. So Ariana Grande, who also was amazing. She was so good it. in this. Her and Kid Cudi played like this. It was basically just Ariana Grande. And I am and I think what they were trying to 
do was like be what's his name like pete davidson but like i think and it was basically like they had this relationship and instead of the asteroid people were more concerned about her like releasing a single about the asteroid which was she, a great song it's such a good song <laughs> she's she, literally singing like we're all gonna fucking die but it's like, about covid it's, it's so a, good yeah it's she really did, good she's amazing like and i the thing i love she's about a triple Ariana, she's a triple threat and she is I love how in on the joke she is about yeah. herself. I don't love the the cultural appropriation of every culture. And I don't know what race she is week to week, but. Oh, why? Oh, you mean like with her personal style? Yeah. I mean, she just kind of yeah. changes. Well, not even her style. Her skin color seems to change week to week. Sometimes she's <laughs> black. Sometimes she's white. Sometimes she's a Japanese. I mean, it just kind of. Yeah, she goes. She goes where she goes. That yeah. I don't love, but I do uh, love that she's in on the joke. You don't know you. There's no consonants when you're when she's singing. No, uh, uh, nah, uh. no, no, we're not. That was Britney. Uh. <laughs> did you hear that new? The, did you see that video of her singing? Uh huh. Oh my god! Sure did, sure did. I'm gonna insert it here for those of you who haven't. I'm gonna Just insert it right volume. now. I was about to say, you guys, turn it down at whatever you have it at now. Um, Five turn clicks. It down. By the way, I've also been turning down the volume of the intro of the Mummy podcast because it good goes too hard. Oh, <laughs> so I've been I've been editing that down because it's it was blasting my ears off, and I feel like people were Sorry, playing guys. with the volume. But right now, here's your chance turn it down was that <laughs> how fucking Poor Brittany, bad was that? i'll tell you man she's uh she's free but at, again at what cost yeah we just gotta let her fly and see what happens oh i don't think she should be given wings N- no she shouldn't no but... we, we clipped um you can't you can't unclip a bird's <laughs> wings you know <laughs> or maybe we should have done it gradually like oh i don't know guys it's just <laughs> We always come back to Brittany and we don't know I what know. to do because we wanted her free so badly, but we free and her she and should be free. It's just that like, it's, it's, it's not looking good. You know what though? She has such a loyal fan base that it doesn't matter. People are still like, yes, Miss Brittany. It's her true. TikToks when she does, when she does her TikTok skits, <laughs> I, honey, I live like those, yeah. those give me some life. She'll never, yeah, her fan base will just always be there. They don't care what she does. They don't care what no. shenanigans she's she's pulling. Uh-uh. God, it just a- makes me question that fiance, though. I mean, do you need to question it or do you know exactly what's going on? I know exactly what's going on. It's so sad. Yeah. A user. 
an absolute user. I hope he's an, I hope that he is using for the right reasons. Are her kids okay? I think they're with Kevin. Okay. Again, I, I ask you, are her kids I know, okay? but I hear that like he's the responsible one. Who's watching Megan Fox's children? Brian Austin Green. Does she see them? I don't know. I'm asking like you know. <laughs> um, I don't know because she wears like her stepson's t-shirts. I feel like I saw a, a Machine Gun Kelly TikTok where one of the kids was talking in the background so that I was like, okay, they're together. I mean, listen, if I was like a young kid, I think it'd be super fun to have Machine Gun Kelly as my stepdad. That'd be sick. <laughs> I'm not sure I would. I would have. I it's, see, but the thing is, you're growing up with Megan Fox, so it's like things are different. Like I grew up with a very like cookie baking, like mom. You so if, if grow, Machine grow Gun Kelly like, like if Machine Gun Kelly like walked into my house, I'd be like, ah, hide. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like they've kind of been. Brian Austin Green seems like a pretty normal dad guy. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I don't know though. We all have our we all have our demons. We all, I mean, she seems like a nice, a nice enough gal. I just want to make sure everybody's kids are doing okay. My glands are so swollen. Okay. Maybe we should just wrap this up before I say something like woman shaming, which I'm not trying to do. And I'm not trying to mom shame. I just like when you share so much of your life online and I never see your kids, I just want like just let just just have them shout from the background, like we're chilling. Let us know they're there. Yeah, let us let me know they're there. I don't need to see them. I know, I know. It's hard because like we're so like it's tough because like I'm on North's, I'm on North's TikTok and I'm watching North do oh, her thing. I know, but here's so I don't like that North's on TikTok. I know, but she's at the age and here's where kids why. are on TikTok. I know, but not but the thing is, is like not all kids have like stalkers that's true I so mean, they do like, turn the comments off for north so that's good and like i do love the vi- i loved when she went live in kim's room while kim was like being lazy that was in bed. the best like that was classic like that i love that so good i north blowing her mom up any chance she gets is like yeah the best. I, it's so it makes funny me like them so much they're very likable how is Kim in bed with four? Oh, just dandies. I was like, how is she in bed with four kids running around? Um, and they probably just run around and like, they're like older, I think. She literally has like a one-year-old, doesn't she? No, they have to be older. I don't know if it's a boy. Or, like, I don't even know who they are. I, all I know is North. And then is there Chicago? There's North, there's Chicago, there's um, Psalm and Saint. And Saint. Wow. Wow. The thing is, is that when you have multiple kids, I think you do get more bedtime. Because they just all run after each other. They just play with each other. Okay, perfect. You're your son's best friend, so there's nothing else. Well, he's getting his new best friend in two days. By the time this podcast is released, I will have a puppy in my house. (sighs) I'm like going right from COVID quarantine into puppy. I am, it's going to be, it's going to be different. The way I raised Rex will be the opposite of how I raised this puppy. For example, I didn't read any books about you will have boundaries. I've read two books about raising a puppy. Does this make me a very bad mother? Maybe I think so. But I was like, Rex seems fine. Does he? 
he's in a band called Hot Beef and he has COVID. <laughs> and can you hear him? Like, just I actually relax? can't hear him. But um, what's like, do you think that this is going to like alter his relationship with Paul, like just being nonstop with Paul? Yeah, I think that I think this is actually this has actually been good for the two of them. So I think and, Rex, like, does Paul put him to bed? Yeah. Without Re- you? Yeah. Re- he's been. So we can start recording earlier. Yeah. It's been him and Paul and, and that's it. Well, guess just, what, Paul? You'll be putting him to bed for the rest of his life. Just the two of them. <laughs> Mommy slept until 10 a.m. Just the two of them. Honestly, I, really I, I, I hope that 10. you're really, I hope that you're really appreciating this. Like. Zach. I don't want to sound <laughs> insensitive, but my kid having COVID and my husband having COVID has <laughs> been the, best, the best time of my life. No, I've never I, had a better time. There's something that I want to discuss before we're done. I really want to discuss the difference that buttered toast has when you're sick and when you're not sick. When you're not sick, it feels not good. Like prison. Yeah, it feels not good. It's like you don't have any food in the house and There's you're just nothing. stuck eating buttered toast. Yeah. But when you're sick, like last night when I was in bed, I could not wait to get up in the morning and eat buttered toast. I love when you're looking forward to breakfast, when there's something exciting for breakfast. It just is so like I went to the grocery store before I got home yesterday because I was feeling really crappy. And all I wanted was vitamin water, Triscuits and toast. I love that for you. As dry as possible. Keep it dry. I wanted it. Yeah. I wanted to my mouth to be dry. I wanted weedy, bready. Oh, what? A Finn, a dog. Hold on. Hello? What do you need? Okay. Can you just close my door so that I don't breathe? I'm so sorry. Guys, this has been a really COVID heavy episode. Oh my God. There's a dog in here. Can the dog give me COVID? I think you can give the dog COVID. But can the dog give me COVID? Where can people find you? <laughs> in my basement. Um, they can find me on Instagram at I am Sloan Steel. They can find me um, on Instagram at Oh My Erotica. Where can they find us and where can they find you? You can find us at Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram and on Patreon, where you can get double the content for a little bit of the price. Double your content, double your fun. That's the statement of the great man and double mint Patreon. Um, and you can find me at Zach Mellon on Twitter and Instagram. And we look forward to speaking to you about nonsense later. All right, everybody. We love you. Have a great day. Stay safe. Feel better. And oh, happy new year. Happy new year. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm.